Welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. Talking hunting, talking fishing, talking just about anything you can do outdoors. Right here for the next hour on Kello News Talk 1320 AM, 107.9 FM, and KWSN 1230 AM and 98.1 FM, both Sioux Falls, and of course the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo 104.7 FM. Today's Gone Outdoors is brought to you by Ray's Sport and Marine, your local Lund Boats and Bennington Pontoon Dealer in Moorhead. RaysMarineMoorhead.com. Adventure RV across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo, your number one RV dealer in the FM area. AdventureRVSales.com. Are you fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country? Lakeland General Store is your one-stop shop in the Lakes area at the junction of Highways 59 and 34 in Dunvilla. Devil's Lake Tourism, and Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we got people listening to Gone Outdoors, of course, at home, in their vehicles. We got people listening to Gone Outdoors from Deer Camp. Maybe some people still on the water. That's possible. There's a few still out there, yep. Um, but it is uh, yesterday. Yesterday was the North Dakota Firearms Deer Season opener. All the best to uh, those North Dakota hunters out there uh, trying to fill their tag this weekend. I know some of them already have yesterday, and others are working on it today and, and through the rest of the season. Good luck to all of you out there, and uh, uh, all the best for success this year. And, and la- congratulations to all those that are out there, because they have already reached the first step, and that is getting a tag. You know, that's not just an over-the-counter thing. You got to apply for them, and... Uh, depending on where you're at, the tags might be a little harder to come by. So just the fact that those guys are out there is a win-win. Absolutely. And last weekend was the Minnesota Firearms opener. There are times when those two seasons coincide, and there are years when they do not. This happens to be one of those. Last year, last week was the Minnesota Deer Firearms opener. Scott, I know you were at Deer Camp last weekend. So was I. I'm curious to hear how your deer camp went and, and kind of what happened up there in the North Woods. I was, um, and I ate some protein while I was up there. I ate really good. That's one of the things I like about deer camp is we usually eat really, really well. Um, I did not harvest any protein, so my freezer is a little bit emptier than it was before deer camp, but the season's not quite over yet, so I still have some time, which is fine. Great experience Hanging out with families, friends, and extended family is probably the best way to put it. Old family friends that are more family than they're not family. And really enjoy that time together. Really enjoy that time in the North Woods, uh, enjoying nature. We didn't see a lot of deer activity last weekend. I don't know, and this is something that you and I have talked about a little bit. I would really like to get a expert deer expert and figure out more about rut timing when the deer go into rut what triggers it is it sunlight is it temperatures is it other other conditions um i would like to figure it figure that out more but it sounds like that by now this weekend uh that the deer are a little bit more active than they were last weekend which is good yeah absolutely good and that's what we're looking for so uh some great success up there, Scott, to you this coming weekend or this weekend. And as you close the season, hopefully you're able to put a tag on a nice one. Well, and I know your deer camp is similar to mine. It's it's kind of 
some family, some longtime friends that are now kind of family, and it's a good time in the woods. And you guys had some success as well. Yeah, we did. Uh, and you're right. Lots of tradition. Lots of tradition in our deer camp. Uh, we've got families that have been all affiliated for since I was since I was in diapers, you know, and learning as I learned to hunt. And, and it's been generation after generation. So always a pleasure to get together with uh, these guys and, and just catch up and, and tell stories, right? That's what a, a lot of it is. And as the season went on last weekend, we had the opportunity to, to harvest some nice deer. My son harvested a dandy. It was a big buck, five and a half year, maybe six and a half years old, uh, a big buck. We only had on camera twice. We named him Big Stranger because we hadn't seen a lot of them. He was able to put his tag on that, which was a super, super cool thing. We had another individual that was able to put his tag on his first archery buck. That was cool. And we had a young hunter, 14-year-old Braden, harvested his first deer. It was a spike buck. And I'll tell you what, Scott, that was as big of a trophy for that young man as any other person sitting behind a deer that had his picture taken that weekend. Oh, yeah, I bet. I can't imagine the grin he had on his face that night, that day when it happened, and the stories he's going to tell for who knows how many years. It is. And then the gathering, right, as you do the field dressing, and it's a combination of coaching, encouragement, <laughs> a little bit of ribbon and teasing in there. you got to do that, too. But uh, he just ate up the entire experience, which was great. I love seeing love hunter, young hunters have success. And, you know, I was going to share, sometimes I think we, we maybe as hunters are, are really too tough on ourselves within our own group, but we had a little bit of criticism in our neighborhood down there at, at hunting camp and a little bit of criticism about harvesting a young buck, about harvesting a buck that maybe had not reached its potential in other people's eyes. And I always think, you know, potential is subjective, isn't it? It's it's, it's possible, but you don't know. And so. Well, and we've talked about it over and over and over again for eight years on this show that a trophy, no matter it's a fish, a deer, a bird, whatever it is, a trophy is in the eye of the beholder. Right. And, and you know, it can happen in hunting. Like we we're, we're just example here. It can happen in fishing. You might release a 24-inch walleye and you go to the cleaning station and you see someone else who's, who's taken a fish and, and is filleting a fish of that size. Neither is right or wrong. If it's done within the scope of the law, it's okay. And different people have different experiences, different opinions. It's personal choice. I look at our hunting group. Ten years ago, we had, we had a group that shot the first deer that walked by that was legal to shoot with their tag. And we did that until our tags were filled. We'd made a decision to maybe let some of the younger bucks grow older. We never took away people's opportunity to make the choice for themselves. We just had a, a little financial penalty that went into a pot that was a reward for someone who got a trophy, right? And, you know, those first five years, we, we had a lot of people paying in on that buck pot penalty. The second five years, we've only had one person pay in, and we've had a lot more people harvest bigger bucks which we determined at the time was like three and a half years and older. And now we're at the point where we're talking, well, maybe we raise that age a little bit. I guess my point is, Scott, that, you know, to criticize, to shame someone, to put someone um, out there on social media or in person or in whatever platform it is, it, there's so many forces that are out there that want hunting and fishing to go away. We kind of need to stick together and support each other as Agreed. we chase Agreed. these passions. 100%. So, 
And that's one of the bad things in my mind that social media is people just feel free to say whatever they feel and push their ideas on everybody else. And that really isn't right. No, but at the same time, I think the discussion and the debate is welcome. At least it is to me. I always think it's, it's welcome to have those conversations uh, in a way that's respectful. And, and I always learn from them. I know I do even because, because people have different views than what I do. And I I think that's good. So anyway, there's my rant, Scott, if you're ever going to hear me do a a rant and a sermonette (laughs) as my kids uh, or a lecturette as my kids used to call it, that's it. But Hey, we got a bit, we got a great show ahead of us. We're going to be looking at a lot of really cool, positive things. And uh, Mark Pollard, North Dakota Game and Fish, the Southeast Game Warden Supervisor, is going to talk a little bit about transportation of the deer we might be harvesting here this weekend or in the rest of the season. Jaden Thomas from Shields is going to join us talking about the upcoming Shields Ice Fest next weekend. And we're going to visit with Dan Stark, Minnesota DNR Large Carnivore Specialist, about some of the cougar sightings that have been happening and reported throughout the state of Minnesota. Folks, it's going to be a great show. Don't go away. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more Gone Outdoors.